Again, take two. <laughs> Simo is definitely throwing me under the bus tonight. Good evening, listeners. This is Triple B Socials, and it is episode 10, take two. We'll explain later on what happened. Have you pushed record this time? <laughs> this time I have pushed record. Thank you, Damo. Um, listeners, normally I would have Friday in my mind. But this week I've got Thursday on my mind. Um, I actually fly out Thursday morning with my lovely partner and we're heading off to Europe and Great Britain till uh, mid-September. So it's a good opportunity to wrap up Series 1 <laughs> on Triple B Socials until I return mid-September. So tonight I've got, I was going to say three special guests, but two of them are already interrupted. Thanks, Joey, for not interrupting and making me look like a fool, <laughs> which I am. But anyway... I met these guys a few years ago riding with a cycling club uh, known as Roval Riders. After a couple of rides, maybe two or three, we discovered we had a passion for uh, that lovely scotch. So we decided to form a little group of five within the main group. Uh, we, we called ourselves to start off with the uh, Roval Riders Scotch Club. Decided it's not a good look for a riding club, so we agreed to drop the first half of the name and just simply the Scotch Club. The old kiss theory, keep it simple, stupid. So welcome to three of the exclusive members, Damo, Simo and Joey. Our, unfortunately, our other member, Dicko, was unable to make it tonight. So good evening, lads. How are you all this time? Good, G'day. thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Uh, can Which I just ask you, I've, never having met your partner, what's his name? <laughs> He's on fire already, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> this is this is not going to turn out good. I can assure you. Sorry, Joe. He, he's taking his spoodle. <laughs> the mute button will have to be dropped very soon. But anyway, <laughs> continue on. So <laughs> nice to be here, Billy. Thank you, Thank Joey. Thank you for having us. We've we've <laughs> brought the bar right down. <laughs> oh, Simo, has you? You've just lifted it up a bit, then. Um, so I think Dicko needs to be severely reprimanded. So maybe he can supply an extra bottle of scotch at our next function. What do you reckon? What are your thoughts? 100%. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks, Adrian. <laughs> and we'll tell you a little bit later which one we like, mate. Okay. Single malt. S- single malt, yes. Top, like, top shelf. Top shelf. Yeah, it's all you can afford. Minimum 100 bucks. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum. Um, so how did you guys acquire a love for scotch? You're starting with me, eh? Well, yeah. because you're the one that really pushed it. Right, I'll start. Hey, you, you start? guys didn't need any pushing. No. A little bit of encouragement, that was all, but, you know. Um, I was probably 21 when I 20? first tried oh, it no, with my old man. You're the um, youngest one of the group that tried it, I guess. Uh, look, I, it, didn't, it didn't take too well. It was Johnny Red, mm. and back in those days, that seemed to be the scotch that was served up. Mm. I mean, it's only... Probably later on that we've discovered the single malts, yep. thanks to Dan Murphy's. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, we absolutely. Seem to have those choices. It's, it's definitely a back. thing that you acquire later in life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're relatively old, except for Damo. He's the youngest in the group. I won't say how young he is. It makes it makes us look really bad, especially me. 
So, Joe, you said you, you acquired the taste at about 21. No, look, that, that was the first time. The first time you drank it. Yeah, sorry, yeah, my apologies. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Red. Johnny Red. It went down pretty harshly, Billy. <laughs> it still does. What about you guys, Simo? Around early 40s, but my first introduction was to something in the UK that was called Clan Dew, which was a blend of Scotch whiskey and English white wine. And wow. it was about a pound a bottle at the bottle shops, off licences. So that's quite a few years ago by the sounds so of it. So a friend and I drank some before we went to a youth club function one night, and needless to say, I didn't touch scotch again until I was about 40-odd. 40-odd. Yourself, Damon? Mm. Mm. Yes. Something that you know, sort of came to me probably around about the age of 40, 42. Um, I've got a bottle of uh, grants that was given to me when I was 18, from my 18th birthday, and it's still sitting in my cupboard today. And uh, Unopened. Unopened. You shouldn't serve it touched. up to us. Well, it would be interesting to see what it's like, wouldn't it? Um, Put it in a single malt bottle. Yeah, yeah. Was, not a lot of people tell me that it's a great sort of um, drink. So. It could have matured. <laughs> you reckon? Yes. Not quite wine. Not, not as good as you, though, mate. Yeah, I'm top shelf. You are top shelf. Mm. So we generally get together at someone's house about every couple of months and have, have dinner, a couple of beers and a few reds, and then we uh, finish off the night with drinking some scotch. Some. Some, sometimes too much scotch. Yeah, to say it's not <laughs> so, so, can one of you guys explain a, a typical s- scotch night we have? Simo, go. Leave the taser out. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring that no. up. <laughs> Don't mention the taser. <laughs> well, they normally start off quite reserved and sensibly, I suppose. Yeah, it's always food. There's things yeah. to pick at. Yeah. Sort of, you know, uh, we do eat well. Yeah. Yeah. They normally, normally like, end up not being sensible. No, no, true. Especially when the taser comes out. <laughs> We're not bringing up the taser. <laughs> and that wasn't by us, by the way. That was by his own daughter. Um, and then we've also got the uh, East Burwood Bowls Club annual Scotch tasting fundraiser. I think you'll find that's the Burwood District Bowls Club. Uh, okay, I, I thought that might have been the case. I wasn't sure. <laughs> so the Burwood District Bowls Club. Thanks, Correct. thanks, Damon, yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for correcting me. I was going to ask you that question uh, before I, I um, asked the question, but I forgot. So anyway, never mind. So can you explain to the listeners a, a little bit about that nightmare, please? So that usually happens. Actually, we should be due. Actually, it's usually around June. So. Um, they do it once a year, and right. it's, it's held at the bowls club. And uh, there's usually a, a gentleman, Paul Scaife is his name, and he uh, runs the evening along with some of the um, volunteers at the bowls club. And it's a blind tasting, and they will do. Usually, there's a, um, a theme for the night, and it, it might be a Scotch, a Scottish Scotch. There might be um, Irish whiskies. You know, that's about all that we get to find out. Find out, yeah. And uh, and yeah, and, we, and they there's usually about six or seven tastings throughout the evening, and uh, usually get a nice uh, decent dram of it, and in some cases a little bit more if you're lucky, and um, yeah, you get to talk about it and you, and you scrutinise, and everyone takes notes and what for what, and then you um, they, they come out and tell us what what it is, and we see who's right and who was wrong, and then if there's anything left over, we um, they tend to auction it off to the highest bidder. And what's interesting about those blind tastings is he tells you how much they are and it's quite surprising sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. I'll never forget the time he served up the Aldi. Yes. Was a single <laughs> Everyone was really surprised at that because it was bloody good. <laughs> it, was, it was excellent. <laughs> that was the IPA, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it, was. yeah it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of bottles yeah. of that on, on, at Aldi on special just around the corner here. Nice. Um, 
magnificent drop that one. So some of us do taste it, and some of us. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> can you explain how you're tasting the skills, please, Joe? Well, look, I'm I'm not one for tell the truth. <laughs> otherwise, I'll tell everyone. Getting your mouth and swirling it around. <laughs> it's more of a thirst quench. Yeah. Yeah. So for just me, for the people that, out there, I don't enjoy that. Just to, I, just I to clarify that, though, right, the, the first one we went to, that we brought – Joey didn't come to the first one, actually, but the, the next one, the first, his first one, we'd been to a couple of these things and then Joe sort of sort of sat down and, and it got served up and he just looked at it and was like, hmm, God, where's the rest of it? But anyway, <laughs> um, and then he's like – They are small servings. They, well, they? they're a dram, yes, yeah. they're supposed to be. Is that what a responsible, they call them? A dram. Yeah, a dram, yeah, a responsible serving of alcohol, yeah. <laughs> so anyway um, – uh, yeah, it came round and, and they topped us up. It's the first tasting for the night and um, <laughs> we're all looking at it and sort of smelling it and all that sort of stuff. And meanwhile, you look over, Joe's just like throwing it down his throat like it was, <laughs> like it was just, just a shot of water. He was looking for extras. <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden the discussions all start and he's like going, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so yeah, describe was, the taste. Yeah, he was like, that was yeah, that was long gone by then. <laughs> what, what what fruity flavour yeah, was in there, Joey? I think if I recall correctly, someone on our table hadn't arrived, so we had you some had, we had some extras. Oh, yeah, yeah that's hang, on, hang on, let's rephrase that. We or you had some extras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you guys man. hadn't finished yours. So. <laughs> no, because we were going through all the... The, the process. The process, exactly yeah, right. See, I wasn't edu- educated on That's the, right. On the process. <laughs> I just thought we need a drink. The, Clearly You not. made the rookie error. <laughs> <laughs> we, were being res- we were being responsible. They are a lot of fun. They Fantastic. Fun, they? Yeah. So, and you learn a bit about Scotch too. Yeah. And I think they, uh, at the the bowls club, they was the, um, the guy that runs it, Michael. Um, he was telling me that uh, they started off and they just had like a, they might have had I think twenty or thirty the first time, and then ever since then, over the last three or four years, it's just grown. And yeah. so they're, they're getting like sixty odd people to. the to I know the we're regulars. Them. We are regulars. <laughs> we haven't missed one yet, have we? I've missed one because I I, I had an operation. Oh, that's that right. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you did. Yeah, yeah, that's but, right. Uh, yeah. So, but during these nights, uh, Paul, the presenter, finishes off on a particular whiskey that we all, except for Joey, cannot drink. No matter how much bloody water we put in it to dilute it, we just can't drink this whiskey. Can one of you gents explain what this whiskey is to the listeners, please? What we, what us as elders do not like, but apparently it is an elderly taste. But we certainly don't have that taste. I don't remember what it was. I just remember it was very undrinkable. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. What was the flavour of it more so? Bonfire. Oh, bonfire. Yeah, it was like, you just picture like a smoking piece of wood yeah. that you're able to sort of tolerate the heat from and just biting into it. Yeah. It was just – it was oh, – it was, it was terrible and horrendous. So I, I, I got to finish yours. Oh, exactly, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. You, you, you finish all of it. it. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome to it. it, was, it was just, I can guarantee you. Do you remember the name of it? There are, I, he's, mate, he's, had, he's had various ones, yeah. but, but for no, some no, reason – There was one there was um, – um, Yeah, like it was disgusting. Oh, oh it was horrendous. And you he, and he just sit there and you go, this is the uh, real whiskey drinker's whiskey, this one. And we're like, mm, yeah, well, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll miss out on that one. So – we clearly don't like that particular whiskey. Do you have a particular whiskey you like to drink that is not over the top in price? So we can recommend to the listeners out there. Simo, what's your what's your go to whiskey? Actually, an Irish Tullamore Dew, sixty dollars a bottle, magnificent. Where from? Dan's. Dan's, sixty bucks. Woolies, anyone? Oh, really? What's, what was it called again, please? Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew. Okay, doke. Very nice. Look out for that, listeners. Joey, what about you? Oh, listen, mate. Um, 
I'm going to stick with the shivers. The shivers? Yeah. yeah I just think it's ticks the boxes. Which one? Yeah. 12? 12. 12, 12 yeah. 18. 18 is nice. 18 is good. 18 is a nice one, yeah. yeah. But look, any single malt for me. Um, but my go-to is the shivers. And I don't mind the Jamison. I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. I reckon Jamison's a great Well, that Jamison's with the beer in it, the IPA, that was magnificent. Yeah, that was excellent. That was a lot. The one we took to Kilkanda. Oh, yes. It was beautiful. (laughs) Kilkanda, yeah. yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I actually just had a weekend away just recently and um, I just took a bottle of the Shivers 12 with us yeah. and I just took a couple of whiskey glasses because I thought, oh, I don't like really drinking by myself. So, no. you know, one of my mates was there too and, and we sat there and we <clears throat> we were out on the uh, Bowling Green in Moama and it was a pretty cold day yep. uh, on uh, Saturday and, yeah, we sort of went back to the room and tried to warm up and, anyway, Three quarters of a bottle of scotch later, neat, <laughs> neat, neat. It's the only way to drink it. And isn't it was like, well, it wasn't. It was made. It was fantastic. We weren't like drunk or anything no. like that. But it was like oh, yeah. after about an hour, we're like, I think I'm starting to thaw out now. <laughs> and it was good. And so, that was up in Moama, yeah. That was in Moama, yeah, yeah on, cool. on Saturday. Would have been nice and cool. Oh, it was <laughs> horrendous. Ridiculous. How about you, Billy? What's your go-to? At the moment, it's like I said, it's that IPA. I've gone back to that. IPA. I've had a couple of bottles IPA's of that IPA, nice. and, I, and I quite Is that like the, that. The Glenfiddich. Is it? Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the, the one we had at the, the tasting. I, yeah. nearly, I nearly took that to Moama with me yeah. and I grabbed it and I went, Too good to take away <laughs> on, a, on, a, on, a, on a boys trip away. And I'm like, nah, I'll go, grab the shivers 12, <laughs> yeah, that's 40 it. bucks a bottle. That'll do. Oh, that's, that's outstanding. Yeah. Drop, no, like, yeah, like I said, the IPA, I, I've got it for uh, twice now at Aldi. I had it on special. You, you have to ask for it when it's on special. Mm. It's 80 bucks a bottle instead of 140. Yeah. It's nice. Mm. Nice so, job. Overseas now. You're going overseas, yeah? Yes. Coming back, you're going to max out on your... Yeah, duty-free. Duty-free. Duty free. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not allowed much these days, but it's only... Uh, Jane can get a bottle, I can yeah. get a bottle. Yeah. That's four litres. Four litres. Can you get four litres? I didn't think it was that much these days. No, I didn't think it was that much. I don't no. know. I haven't been overseas since, since uh, COVID. Well, I so. must admit, I am looking forward to uh, a scotch... And some cigars to bring back. We can't get bring back many cigars either. I don't think if you take bring too much scotch back, anyone really cares. Oh, I don't know, mate. We'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know. They've got other things to worry about. Believe me. Actually, you know, out of, I was just thinking, out of all the Johnny Walker range, I don't mind that the green one. The green, the green one's yeah. nice. That's a nice drop. That's a and nice that's only like yeah. sixty bucks. Yeah, it's right. a nice it's, drop. It's getting up towards a hundred now. Is that really? Yeah. You better buy some bottle Simo. Yeah, that, it is nice though. But I just, I just thought, yeah. That, yeah, it might have been the one that was a bit not, not as expensive sort of thing, or a little bit mid-range. Mid-range, yeah. But it's actually... Yeah. The green's not bad. It's actually yeah, quite yeah. good. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. So we'll move along, uh, get off the topic of scotch, because uh, I can see you guys are getting a, a, a taste for some scotch, <laughs> and, and clearly we're not drinking scotch here today, guys. We're, uh, Aren't we? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> no, it's, no oh. that's, that's just mineral water. Thank you very much, Damo. Oh, is that what we call it these days? <laughs> so... So, like I said, I met you guys at, at, at the cycling club. So, how did you guys get interested or involved in cycling and how long have you been riding seriously for? Simo? I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I had a bike most of my life. So, in the UK, I used to ride quite a bit. Did Tell us about – sorry to interrupt you there. Tell us about – you've got a special bike at home uh, oh, the, and about your grandfather. Yeah, it was my grandfather's – either my grandfather or my grandfather's – bicycle company in the UK and I managed to find one of the bikes over here in Australia so I bought it nice and I've got it on the bar roof now it's on show yeah and can you let us know what that what that uh, bike is oh, Philip Cycles Philip Cycles from Birmingham from Birmingham yep. Jane will be happy mm. <laughs> Joey what about you mate 
Well, I took it up um, oh, as a kid, I suppose. We were all on our BMXs. Yeah. Mm. Um, we didn't have iPhones or iPads, so we just lived on our bikes. Yeah. yeah. Leave home for the day and come home at night. Um, but I took up cycling later on in life. I reckon I was about 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and really it was riding with the group with the group with rogal riders and at, at that time it was just starting out there was only a few riders but um uh it grew significantly um from there but i just enjoyed the um the social part of the riding <laughs> yeah, the coffee and the scotches oh i didn't say the, that did the, I? <laughs> the coffee look, yeah, the chats yeah. It, it, look, it, it, it is really it is a good social. it, it really, is it is very really social good. we do we do do we do do it as a social entertainment yeah mm. damo what about yourself well, I only got into it because, you know, growing up and playing footy and cricket and uh, by the time I got to about 32, 33, the knees and the ankles were really struggling and uh, to the point where my wife used to laugh at me because I couldn't even walk to, to the bed at night after a game on a Saturday and I'd be crawling on the floor and she'd sort of say, you've got to stop doing this. And um, and so yeah, that's how I got into it for the simple fact that it was just it's, it's no impact. Yeah. So um, and I think ever since then my, my knees and my ankles have like said thank you very much. much. So that was fair. So really for me it was around about 2014. I think I started. Yeah. Wasn't very good for a long, long, long time. You've taken over now, I can assure you. And then um, and then yeah, I, th- I think with my sister and brother-in-law we went across to the tour down under in Adelaide for the first time and. And had such a great time, and uh, I think that's when I caught the bug. Yeah. And then as soon as I got back, it was I bought my first real road bike, and you're went from there. You're a Scott man. I'm a Scott man. That's right. Mm. I suppose living where we are, close to the Daniels. Well, that's it exactly right too. I mean, you know, we're very fortunate. We, we are. You know, we're sort of in that eastern suburbs of Melbourne, Roville, and we you you're at the foot of the Dandenongs, and you know there's. I mean, we're down here on the on the peninsula, the beach. Sorry, Especially, where yeah. um, you know, we there's a litany of of cyclists. But I tell you what, the Dandenongs, I think that's where everyone wants to go. Yeah, for it's, sure. Uh, it's not all about riding on the flats. So, so getting onto your favourite favourite ride with the group or on your own here in Melbourne, where's that? Do you have a favourite? Oh, I do. I, I love going up to Emerald. Emerald, yep. Emerald and Mombolk and, and and looping around sky Are high. We? Well, I've met on the bike for a little while. But, um, <laughs> certainly, Emerald it, was Emerald. It, is, it has been Nongs. noticeable that you, you haven't been on the bike for a while, yeah, Joey. No, it was um, certainly the Danny Nongs. See it, yeah. And, uh, and Simo, probably Sky High. I think. Sky High here for you. Yeah. You like the view from Sky High? Yeah. yeah, getting up there. Everyone knows where you've been if you've been to Sky High. <laughs> you certainly make 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 them aware of it. That's for sure. I would. Um, what about overseas? Have you have a favourite ride overseas? I know, Joey, you went over to Italy and you took your bike over there and, and you left it there to get when you to go back and ride. I left it there. I don't know. <laughs> one of your – sorry. sorry <laughs> with, with one of my cousins. One of your bikes, not, yeah. not, the, not the only bike. Yeah. You've got a few. Yeah. So, look, I took it with me and did some, some, some great riding, um, although, you know, you look at Paula, what Paula and Jono are doing at the moment. It's yeah. not, nothing near what, you know, what, what they're doing. But, yeah, look, I did a little bit of riding – Around Rome, um, mm-hmm. I did some riding outside of Rome at uh, Tocco, mm. around Tocco yeah. in the hills, um, just uh, you know between Rome and Pescara. Nice, and that was nice. Um, plus, yeah, we my family come from some islands in yes, the Mediterranean, yeah, yeah. so 
And that's where it is at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. On the island. Every morning I'd go for a ride around the island. Oh, nice. Pick up some bread, fresh bread out of the oven. Beautiful. uh, Bakery, some cold cuts. Take it back to the family, have some brekkie. Lovely. It was good. good. Damo, what about yours? Well, I was fortunate enough to do a Pyrenean tour in 2019. So I've I've ridden a few of the uh, the Pyrenees climbs. So Col de Tourmalet was is one of the most iconic ones in uh, in France, and um, that was it was very challenging. Uh, mm-hmm. It was good, um, but there was other ones too, like the the Super Bagnères, which is not really a um, a well-known one in the Tour de France, but it's actually right there in the town of Luchon and uh, where we were staying. It was literally three kilometres from our front door. Okay. And there was just this dirty big mountain and every morning you looked out, you know, out the front Thanks. and there's this m- massive mountain with this ski lift that going up to it and you're going, oh, we're going to climb that at some stage. Yeah. And um, by that stage, though, it was, it was probably at our second last climb for the time we were there. We did about 10 climbs and um, – and by that stage, you had the your climbing legs, and yeah. it was a great climb. I loved it. There's only one way up and one way down. And I noticed on your rides at the moment, you, you're smashing the hills. Is there a particular reason for that, Damo? Because I've got <laughs> another trip coming up in August, Bill. Um, so, yes, it'll be going to the north of France again, into the, this time the French Alps for a little bit, and then down to Spain in Mallorca. And I've managed to talk someone in coming with me. Simo, are you going, are you? No, you are. <laughs> Thanks very much, Damo. Let but it be known, it's <laughs> on an e-bike. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, bear in mind, I'd, I'd, I've been off the bike for three months by that stage, <laughs> holidaying, drinking, eating, so... Getting fat. Getting fat. Fat. No, hang on, getting fatter. Fatter. <laughs> Thank you very much. Simo, uh, Simo, what about you overseas? Where's, your, where's been your favourite oh, place to ride? Oh, mainly just grew up in the UK. The UK, yeah. Ride through the Peak Districts a lot. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, moving along, Damo. Mm, Bill. <laughs> uh, you're a, you play in Premier Division Lawn Bowls for Wanduran. That's the highest division in Melbourne, Victoria, correct? Correct, yep. So, can you let us know how you got involved in uh, Lawn Bowls and why out to Bandura, mate? Okay, so, I used to, as I said before, I used to grow up playing footy and cricket. Yes. And then cricket sort of became the, the sport of choice. And then, yes, then I started to get hamstring injuries and knee injuries and ankle injuries. And is that old age? That is. Well, it's funny how, it's funny how everyone, always, everyone always sort of says, you know, by the time you turn 30, you, things start to hurt and it's right. Shit, yeah. Oops. You know, so, um, yeah, it was – and that's how I – so I was playing at Bird Cricket Club and, of course, the, the bowls club was just across the car park. And so that's where I started and just started to play some night pennant there with them on a Tuesday night because the cricket club just said to me, look, just don't train Tuesday, Thursday. You've got to play Saturdays. Just take it a bit easier. Do something else on a Tuesday. And they ended up playing uh, night lawn bowls. Okay. And that's how I got into it. And then it was just one of those things. I think when you when you play ball sports your entire life, it's a, it's a sport that you can pick up rather quickly. And so um, that's I'm not how so I, sure on that, mate. And that's that how applies. I started. And then um, so, yeah, I played there for about eight years and then we won that Division One Grand Final and got promotion to Premier Division. Played a season in Premier Division, had a really good season. The team wasn't so flash. Got relegated and then I got uh, invited or asked by Bandura to come over if I wanted to have another crack at Premier at another club. And, yeah, not being that particularly close to me, but uh, no. I said, well, you know, I'll, I'll give it a go. And uh, it's been a year-by-year year thing, and, uh, yeah, I've just finished my 11th season. I was going to ask, 11 years 11 there. 11 years now. Wow. Yep. So, 
Are you still playing? Still playing. And uh, I'm already planning for next year, so it'll be the 12th season next year. Well, there you go. And you're the, what? You're on the committee over there as well? Not at not, Bundura. Not at Bundura. So, what, so we have um, – so each club is um, – Aligned to what they call a region, and in Melbourne there is six uh, regions, so they're basically two municipalities put together. So we've got about twenty-two clubs in our region, which is the Yarra region. So it's the north of Melbourne, and um, uh, so I'm currently the vice president there. Okay. So um, yeah, Very so uh, that's where we're overseeing twenty-two clubs. And your last premiership year was was it last year? I can't remember. Or the year before premiership. Uh, no, no, sorry, no. We no. The premiership year was two thousand nineteen twenty. Oh. It was right when COVID just, just started, started to hit, yep, yep. and we'd had a season like it's been the greatest season that's of all time. So oh, really, yeah, yeah. So we only we only lost one game for the entire year, which has never happened. Wow. And um, we were lined up to play in the grand final, and then Uncle Dan decided to pull the pin, pull the pin on, on everything, yeah. and we were left hanging. And uh, in Victoria's wisdom, and I think a correct decision. They after took a, a couple of months. They awarded us the premiership, oh, so nice. we didn't have the the pleasure of actually playing, playing. It and, and winning it. Yep, but um, oh, look, it was. I'm sure you would have won because we were not only when we finished so far clear from second. It was yeah. not, funny. not funny, so yeah. they just awarded it to fair, us. So, fair yeah. enough, correct decision. Do you train? Yeah, absolutely. Joey, of course he does. <laughs> when do you find the time? Tuesday, Thursdays. You got a Bundura to train? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. But I've also got like um, I've got some social memberships at Dandenong and also Burwood District. So I, if I if I can't get myself out to Bundura, I'll, I'll train at those clubs. Um, you also compete interstate at times, correct? Sometimes, yeah. What are those comps about, mate? Okay, so with bowls, there's, there's you've got the the bowling season, the pennant season runs concurrent with cricket season, so pretty much October through to March, and then but you can still play games all year round. So there's there's plenty of indoor. Uh, venues, um, and then there's uh, other competitions that are, that are going on. That, um, you get invitationals and all sorts of things. So you can be in New South Wales, you can be in Queensland, you can be anywhere really. But yeah, so last year I managed to qualify for the Australian Indoors, oh, nice. which is uh, uh, a very limited field, and uh, managed to win a round and then lost on the last bowl of the game in the second game. So I just missed out on making quarterfinals <laughs> playing for a national title. So hmm. Well... As much as we don't like praising each other and, and much prefer to hang the proverbial on each other, uh, you can seriously play the game though, can't you? Hey? Oh, I have my moments. Uh, yeah, I have my do. moments. I've, I've been, we've been following you and you're doing quite well. You do quite well, I should say. Joey, oh, your, other pa- <laughs> your other passion besides cycling is fishing and four-wheel driving. Can you share with us your favourite fishing spot? Now, don't worry, mate, we've only got one listener. And I forced <laughs> her to, to listen, Sally Jane. So, so you can share your, your favourite uh, fishing spot, please, buddy. Oh, well, look, um, I just enjoy getting out, Billy. Yep. And, you know, I don't necessarily have to catch fish to enjoy myself. I um, just just enjoy getting in the salt, getting out there on the salt water in the boat and dropping a line. But, look, I, I enjoy fishing in the bay. Yeah. Um, we've got a terrific bay here. The snapper fisheries really as healthy as it's ever been. Yes. Um, I remember, you probably know. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago you gave me a phone call whilst out on the bike and uh, yeah. can you help me out here, brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you get out past the heads by all? <laughs> any chance, Joey? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, snapper fishing out here, yeah. calamari fishing. Oh, nice. I, I do a bit of tuna fishing. Okay. Um, so, I mean, bluefin tuna were, were nearly extinct. Oh, really? On the endangered list. Okay. 
and they've come back with a vengeance in Victoria. So um, you know we get tuna right out here of the heads, out of the heads, and um, um, just out of the bay. Uh, just a few weeks ago, went down to Port Macdonald across the border in South Australia. Yep, uh, thousand thousand kilometres of driving, um, <laughs> uh, probably thousand dollars in. Fuel, fuel. Mm. Uh, two days I didn't come back with a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you have a thousand dollars of fish back? Yeah, can, Clearly not. Buy a lot of flakes for that. Those things, when you, <laughs> what I find is that when your expectations are high, that's normally when you know you get bitten mm. in the bum. Mm. So, what got you interested in fishing, mate? Ah, uh, look, I grew up with boats yep. and with fishing, boats, yep. just just with the old man. So, and, what uh, boat do you have uh, at the moment? I've got a, a, a catamaran, okay, um, an eighteen foot cat. Which is a but had that boat for about fifteen years. Been a good boat. Oh, really? Yeah. That long? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Caribbean. your, I'm about to say, and yeah. your favourite four wheel drive camping location. Where would where would that be? Oh, well, look, we're blessed here in Victoria. Mm, High country. High yeah. country. Yep. Yeah, up around Craig's Hut, Mount Sterling. Um, so what? Yeah, love it. One of the few times, or not, not a few times, I shouldn't say, one, one day I was out at your place in, in the backyard and um, I noticed a, you know, a few caravans and camping trailers. So how many caravans and camp trailers do you have, oh, mate, well, at present? I think when you came I had, yeah, I had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more than I've a had couple. To, had to cull them down, so I got, got a caravan and a camper trailer. Oh, nice. All right. You, Simmer. Sell, you sell the other ones, did you? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> was, that, was there pressure put on you to sell the others? No, look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was 100%. always going to be yes. It was always going to be yes. Because if you said no, it was a lie. Yeah, for sure. At one point, didn't you go out go out shopping and came back with a caravan? Went to, went to Kmart and came back with a caravan. <laughs> went to Kmart. Not uh, a toy caravan, surely. No. Was, was Jerry Ryan at Kmart by any chance? It was only a small one, Simo. A lot bigger yeah. than what Louise was expecting. Yeah, it didn't last long. <laughs> uh, you have a lot of, you, pretty quickly. You have a lot of fun with it, though, mate. That's the main thing. Yeah, look, we do. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> Simo, what else do you like doing to pass your time besides reading books, mate? Besides reading books. That's up. quite funny, Simon. You've got to admit, when we go to a Scotch tasting at, at the exactly. Bowls Club, he disappears out in the, their little, little book library thing and purchases like two or three books. Yeah, absolutely. Have disappears read, for a good 20 minutes. Do you read any of them? Apparently. <laughs> you know you do. Come on. What else do you like doing, mate? Mainly just read, mate. Read and work <laughs> and sleep. Yeah, we know that. That's actually not, not far off the truth, to be quite honest. His, it's, it's nearly past his bedtime. <laughs> well, well, yeah. well, well, I must admit, I was surprised when he said yes to this tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> when did you come out to Australia and why? 1986. Came backpacking. Backpacking, okay. I'm still here. Yes, you, yeah, clearly you are. <laughs> and where did you go? First up in that 1986. Start in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Went up to as far north as Cooktown. Came back down through the middle. Came to Melbourne. Started work for a company in Melbourne that I used to work for in the UK. Okay. And that was it. So you just came down for a holiday and all intentions to go back to England? Yeah, just had a year's visa when I came. And, and, you, and you've stayed here since 1986? Yep. You do realise you still have an accent, don't you? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You're bloody joking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, back in England, what sport did you do, play growing up, mate? Soccer. Soccer. And um, Sorry, football. I was about to say <laughs> they would be very upset with that answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Football. Thank you. Mm. Um, 
And you grew up in Manchester, correct? Near Manchester. Near Manchester. So you'd be pretty happy this Saturday night? At least the FA Cup will be coming home to Manchester, won't it? Correct. <laughs> to the city? Probably. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> so very, the, very likely. So to the listeners out there, Simon's a uh, man you supporter, so so at least it's coming home, Simon. <laughs> Eventually. Oh, <laughs> best place for it, isn't it? <laughs> In Manchester. Yeah. All right, folks, let's go to an ad break. You're listening to Triple B Socials. Oi. 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 IGA, it's shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. All right, welcome back to Triple B Socials. You're with our very special guests, the Scotch Club, or part of it, four-fifths of it. Dicko still hasn't arrived. So, is he coming? No, no. Seven nine two bus or something. Isn't he's, it? he's working, <laughs> but you got to hang it on him a bit. You know that. That's, that's, they're the rules. He's Richmond. <laughs> I had to be nice last week. You did. <laughs> um, okay, a little bit about yourselves and your family, boys. I know you're all married, so this may test you. So, where did you meet your lovely wives? Who wants to start off? Melbourne. Is that, Where? Why, is that when you stayed and you're backpacking? Because you just no. met a girl? Coburg Town Hall. Coburg Town Hall. Uh, grab a granny night. You can't say that. Apparently you can. <laughs> if he did. And I did, that's the truth. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Joey, we're getting off Simon at the moment. <laughs> what about yourself, Joe? Where did oh, you meet God. the lovely Louisa? Actually, Louisa was a friend of my sister's. Oh, so okay. I met Louisa through um, my sister Maria. Oh, nice. Uh, they went to school together and, yeah, I met her when she was 16, I think, 16 or 17. Damo? Cheryl. Um, so I, in the early 90s, packed up and went to Brisbane and worked up there and I met a couple of uh, mates up there or guys that became very good mates and then um, – one of the brother of, of this mate of mine, Matthew, he um, he got drafted to Melbourne, your beloved club. Exactly. And so he used to play at West Brisbane and he got drafted and this was in the time when Jimmy Steins and Dean yeah. Irving were were huge in Melbourne and he got uh, drafted to Melbourne Football Club along at the same time with um, Martin Pike. Okay. <laughs> Pikey. Pikey. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he then had to move down to Melbourne and so I had him um, – I organised him to live with my mum and dad until he got sort of settled and stuff. Anyway, Who's this, Pikey? No, no, this is um, Daniel, my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. And um, what happened was uh, he started to go out with who is uh, my sister-in-law now. Okay. And so, yes, so Karen's sister Cheryl is my wife and I met her in her lounge room one day when I went over there to, to visit. Nice. All right. My favourite part of the uh, my questions is uh, favourite bands or artists. So we'll start with you, Joey. <laughs> right. Well, look, have you got it? Yeah. It's, I just, just yeah, yeah, your favourite yeah, band. Yeah, look, right now, yeah. and I think, you know, a lot of people laugh at it, yeah? <laughs> yes. But, but <laughs> well, you'll see why it's listeners. Last, last, right? Because in years to come, we're going to look back at this song and think, wow, what a classic. How good was music back in, you know, 2020? <laughs> so it's Peanut Butter Jelly okay. by Galantis. Galantis. And I had no idea when we were – I know we were talking about this last night. Uh, 
I had no idea what you were talking about. Ne- ne- neither Nothing do I, mate. No idea. Ne- neither do I, mate. We'll get to that shortly. Um, <laughs> Damo, your, f- your favourite oh, band? I'm really not too sure, uh, Billy. Oh, no, that's right. I've got a collective <laughs> oh, soul T-shirt oh, that's on. That's correct, yeah. But they are they are my current favourite band, band for yep. the simple fact that they're still going. Going, yep. But my all-time favourite band is Powderfinger. Oh, of course. That's right, yes. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, no, Collective Soul actually went over to Vancouver in 2018 and um, – just to specifically go and see, see them. them. They yeah. did come out here in the, oh, God, it would have been way early 90s, mid-90s okay. even, and they haven't been here since. So no. it's been 20-odd years. And then, um, yeah, it was as a part of a birthday present, um, I flew to Vancouver to go nice. and see them play. Simo, your favourite band? Probably the Beatles. The Beatles. Mm. Early or later Beatles? Which yeah. all, all How many of their concerts did you go to? I'm still hoping to go. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the Beatles, I like most of it. We had a couple of crap songs, but most of them are pretty good, I reckon. All right, we'll play. We'll start. From, we'll we'll play Joey's song first. Oh, hang on, sorry. What was your? What's your favourite song then? Um, I'll probably Joy Division, Love Will Travers Apart. Okay, but we'll play Joey's Peanut Butter Jelly by yeah, Galantis. You probably don't want to pay all of it, Billy. Uh, we probably won't, but because we're running out of time, to be quite honest, so we'll we'll sort of fade it out. But anyway, we'll 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 play a little bit of a. Uh, Peanut Butter Jelly by Galantis. Wow. Yeah, it's oh, pretty good, isn't it? Well, that was Look, different. It's plenty of things, <laughs> but pretty good. I'm not too sure. Um, <laughs> that was oh, pe- sorry, Joey. <laughs> sorry, Joey. That was Peanut Butter Jelly by Galantis, or part of it. Now, listen, Joey, the only thing close that I have to Peanut Butter Jelly by Galantis is I actually do like Peanut Butter Jam and Cheese Sandwiches. So that's as close as I get to that, mate. I can assure, I can assure you. All right. So what? Well, moving along, what's one thing people may be surprised to find out about you guys? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start. Go on then. Yeah, yeah. well, um, I've actually done 15 hours solo in a plane. Whoa, that's new. I've flown a plane for 15 hours solo. So you got a pilot's licence? I stopped short. Oh. <laughs> I got engaged. I met Louisa. Oh. So I how did engaged. you fly solo if you didn't have a pilot's licence? Uh, I'd have... Basically, a, a learner's permit. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the pilot, was, the pilot was, dropped out. Just, <laughs> just, just short of getting my restricted license. Right. Okay. So, 15 hours solo. So, why didn't you stop? Uh, you just, didn't you just listen? Met Louisa. I, oh, that's no I got engaged. Yeah. It's over that engaged in Moravin, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, you, you'll quite often see planes just doing yeah, circles. circles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was that, doing. Oh, okay. 15 cool. hours of it. <laughs> Simo? I can't really think of anything. I don't know. You're not very exciting, are you? No, you're not. He's not, he is he? He's actually, he's a bundle of laughs. Oh, he's a bundle <laughs> of laughs besides that, With yeah. scotch under his <laughs> yeah. I'll think of something. That's okay. Damo, yourself? Uh, 1990, I went across to Christchurch in New Zealand and competed in, don't laugh this, but it was a cooking Olympics. And it was we'll um, okay. it was uh, oh, nice. pastry cooks and um, chefs as very well as good. waiters. And we were a team of... Obviously, with um, three disciplines to it all, and I was part of the pastry cooking uh, trio, and okay. um, yeah, we won a gold medal. Nice, excellent, yeah. excellent. Didn't know that. I've got thought of something. I was nearly the world Jenga champion. <laughs> We're moving right along, people. <laughs> <laughs> Besides hanging the proverbial on each other, are you what? serious? Huh? What? Where? Well, if I'd gone in it, I would have won. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, uh, besides hanging the proverbial on each other, what else makes you happy, Simo? You can be selfish. What makes you happy, mate? Jenga. <laughs> Joey? I just love being around this guy. <laughs> no. 
Damo. Oh, I look, I just like getting out on the bike and oh, cycling yeah, because I, cool. I can clear my head. And um, and then when if I'm riding into the group, I get to socialise and have a good time. So nice. It's something I look forward to. So first job you ever had? Supermarket, straight from school, stuck in shelves. Joey. I was actually a forklift driver. Jeez, oh, you surprised me. Pilot, do you have a license? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> what I'm, 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 I'm picking up a, a theme going on with Joey. At what age were you a forklift driver, Joey? Oh, I think I was 16 or 17. Oh. Yeah. It did well, but they told him to fork off. <laughs> <laughs> I was not quick on the move. <laughs> <button in. laughs> I was in a fruit shop. No, okay. Damo? Yeah, I... Um, I did pamphlet drops. Would you, ironically, would you believe? I, I mean, I hate seafood with a passion. I just can't eat it. I can't no, stomach it. I can't yeah. stand the smell of it. And it was a pamphlet drop for a seafood oh. place in, or oh, a seafood monger in Manway Fleet Shopping Centre. <laughs> First car you owned and colour? Mini orange. Of course, it's a mini for you. HQ. HQ, HQ yeah, the old HQ. Yeah, yeah, no. They were all, they were, uh, they're all brown. Put, yeah. put brown or yeah, purple. Purple, yeah. I had a 1986 Nissan Pulsar GL, crappy, minty, shocking green. I don't know, kind of. Beautiful. It was just, yeah, it wasn't a pretty thing. All right. First Australian car, HG Holden, Kingswood. There you go, Kingswood. Yeah. Very good. All right, we're going to play. Um, Doesn't ask me what to drive now, though. No, of course not. <laughs> we don't, we, we don't want to know that answer. He's running out of time. <laughs> exactly. Now we we're going to play uh, Simo's Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. Why that song, Simo? Reminds me of Manchester. Reminds me of growing up there. And it's a classic song. You Manchester actually, Anthem. Do you, do you know what it's about? Yeah. What? Don't, don't, don't tell me all because it's, it's, it's quite a tragic song. You realise yeah, that, I don't know. you? Yeah. Right. It's about um, uh, the lead singer. Uh, he's, he's, he's break up with his with his wife and yep. marital problems and um, also uh, struggles with epilepsy. That's correct. And, and we won't go on with what happened after at this exactly, stage. Yeah. All right. And that was Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division, a very tragic song. So, Damo. Billow. I know that. <laughs> where's Dicko? <laughs> I know that you can cook. You're a pastry chef. Yep. What's your favourite dish that you like to cook? Oh, so when I was in industry... It was all cakes, biscuits and slices and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I used to really enjoy doing croissants and Danish okay. pastries and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that was the thing that I was probably really good at. Yeah. Um, not the easiest things to make because of uh, the complexity with the rolling and folding and stuff like that. But, um, <clears throat> no, that was my thing. Cool. And he was an amazing... He, I've seen his work, mate. Yeah, he still he, is. He still is. No, not was, is. Still is. <laughs> still is what about you, Joey? Can you cook? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Nothing. Not one thing. Barbecue. What about your fish? Nah. nah, nah. Nothing. Nah. Not, not. Yeah, we got not smoked out on your barbecue one time. <laughs> we, well, yeah, I probably burnt it all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he has made some fantastic wine in the past too. Oh, wine. Yes, that was, there well, was one hey, of that one time. I, I can assure you he's made also some fantastic limoncello, which I've missed <laughs> lately. <laughs> Just saying. Righto. I didn't. We had some. It was nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the invite. Um, Simon. Yes. Can you cook? Yes. Extremely well. Ask Sue. What's your favourite dish? I, 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 let me interrupt. I reckon your favourite dish to cook would be... 
curry. Correct. <laughs> what that, why doesn't that surprise me? Mm-hmm. So do you guys got anyone that you'd like to invite to dinner for your favourite dish, like that are alive? Who's your favourite person you'd love to, to have back to, for dinner for your favourite dishes? Oh, dearie me, Billy, you've caught me out there. I've, yeah, just quickly, just yeah, one or two. Lennon, John Lennon. John Lennon, yeah. Jim Morrison. Jimmy Morrison, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, Damo? Well, I reckon we'd, we'd all all of us wouldn't mind a bit of uh, I'd like to have Lavinia Nixon over for dinner <laughs> one night. <laughs> just quietly. I think, I think she'd be lovely to talk to. That's an in-joke, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're moving right along. You, Billy? Who would be on your list? Actually, I have thought of that, and to be quite honest, it would be my father. Because mm. I, one of the things I, I regret in life is I didn't spend enough time with him and not telling him that I loved him before he passed away. Mm. He'd be, yeah, I'd love to get back to with my dad and ask a lot of questions that I've that I missed out as in my youth. I'd like to know a lot more that I that I, mm. I know very little about him at the moment, mm. unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Well, he put me under pressure there, no, Joey. No, <laughs> we tend to take for granted the people yeah. that we dearly love, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, we oh, do. Sure. We do. For sure. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I was very guilty of that. So moving right along, what's been your favourite holiday destination to date, Simon? Simon? I'd say, say Melbourne. No, I'd say Spain. Okay. I think Spain. Any, any, any particular part of Spain? Um, well, I like the I like Barcelona, Madrid, and I also like the islands. And I don't, I've never been anywhere but in Spain. Okay. Oh, look, we just recently um, travelled to the South Island. New Zealand. Yep. And that looked um, awesome, those photos. Yeah, yeah for me, I, I had really didn't even consider the South Island of New Zealand as being a, 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 a good holiday destination, oh, but we loved it. Yeah, yeah it was just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Really mm. amazing. Yeah. You know, I had someone tell me that uh, you don't need to go to Europe to go and see some spectacular views and stuff. You just go to the South oh. Island of New Zealand. It's magnificent. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard the same as well. Mm. But I, myself, I, I mean, I, I'm going back there. In August, and I love Annecy in France. I reckon it's everywhere yeah. you go is just like a picture postcard. Doesn't matter where you go, um, any angles that you look at it, it's just gorgeous. The, yeah. the the lake is gorgeous, and and everything around it, and you're surrounded by the mountains and the Alps, it's fantastic. I'm headed there myself. Uh, so am I. Yeah. Mm. Are you? Uh, you, you? Yeah, we're all there at the different, different, different times. Different times. Yeah, different times. <laughs> all right, we're just going to play Damo's song "Perfect Day" by Collective Soul, which featuring Elton John. Great tune. All right, folks, that was a perfect day featuring uh, Elton John with uh, Collective Soul. We're just going to have to move up. Our time's nearly upon us at the moment, guys. So what's one thing in the world that you'd like to see happen which would make you happy before you leave this planet, guys? No more wars. That's probably a fair fair call. That's a fair call, yeah. There's too many idiots in the world that are trying to force another one. It never happened, but it would be nice. Mm, yeah. Oh, look, I'm happy with Simo's response, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, no, that's fair <laughs> enough. I think it's a, that's I quite universal, know. really. It is quite yeah. universal, yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good one, Simo. Well done. You Finally, you've said something that makes a little bit of sense, mate. So, guys, we've had to cut it short good a little job, bit, running man. out of time, because you, you've been very informal... In, Informative, sorry. Or entertaining. And and, enter- <laughs> and entertaining. Uh, I've tried to keep Simo in line, but it's been a bit hard, but now he's, he's done well. At least I didn't swear. Well, you sort of Yet. didn't. Yet. Yeah. If anyone <laughs> swore, <laughs> no, no. Get the mute button ready. Get the it. mute button ready, absolutely. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for coming on tonight. I hope you've had a bit of fun and, more importantly, the one listen that I have enjoyed it and maybe I can get three more if you ask your lovely wives to listen to this program. Right. 
So hopefully, we, and when I get back, we can have you back on again and ask some more questions. We missed out on a fair bit tonight, and um, mm. we'll get you back on back in September, October. What do you What do you reckon? You're no, back. We'll get Dicko in. We'll get yeah, Dicko in, of course. You'll need Dicko. And have a great trip, Billy. Thank you very much, mate. Good luck. Sounds Thursday. awesome. Thanks, Bill, yeah. for Thanks, that. Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> And Sue and Cheryl and Louisa. Uh, don't forget, folks, make sure you like Radio Caram on Facebook or Insta and keep an eye out for your favourite shows and when they're broadcasting. Check out our website, radiocaram.org, for more info about our other shows on the station. The station is growing with new shows. This is Triple B Social saying thank you once again for listening and hope you enjoyed this week's show. Real people, real stories. Hopefully speak to you in four months' time. And hope you all continue to have the time of your life. Oh dear. <laughs> it's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you have the time of your life.